Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about when and why you might be reinvesting into the growth of your B2B SaaS and how to treat a lot of things that may suck cash in the beginning that are unrelated to that. Now, I'm going to start with the second thing that I mentioned in terms of how do you go about, let's, for example, say buttoning everything up in terms of turning your B2B SaaS product into a business that might include things like getting your terms and your policies correct, like your terms of service, your privacy policy, data policy, however many policies, right? And you you speak with a lawyer about this stuff, there'll, there'll seem to be a never ending list of all of these different policies that you should have if you're to operate your B2B SaaS or turn that into a business or whatever. Now, I've got a bunch of stories about having professionally done all of those things before, in addition to getting trademarks for names that's supposed to come with protection. That whole thing was a wash. So my perspective on this is quite different these days. When it comes to buttoning all these things up, maybe even turning your B2B SaaS into a proper business, I largely wait on those until I know the product is generating a certain amount of revenue. And for me, that thresholds at least $1,000 a month maybe upwards of $10,000 a month. Now, I can hear probably your next question in terms of, wait a minute, you're bringing in all this income and you don't have a business? No, that's not the case either. I have a consulting business, which is an LLC in the state of Pennsylvania in the US. And I typically, when I'm building a new B2B SaaS, I have them kind of as a DBA or doing business as under that LLC. So I just use a lot of stuff I already have in place which means I get a lot of those business protections, but it's not separated in terms of its own business. Now, you can argue the merits all day of the approach, but the reason why I do this is because it's significantly easier and a lot less work in the beginning. Because remember, you're trying to get this product to be as successful as possible, as fast as possible. So all that other stuff can really bog you down and slow down your progress. And I've done that for products before that never turned into anything. And that's why my approach changed is because I went through the process of buttoning everything up and getting all the agreements in place. And in the end of the day, the product wasn't profitable or we didn't generate enough revenue or we gave up on the project. So what was the point of jumping through all those hoops, right? So now what I do is I, keep, I take a very lean approach as in like, okay, I'll get what I need, but only what I need outside of that. Any new projects will start as a DBA for a business I already have. And then when it reaches certain thresholds, because it should be treated separately, then I will turn it into its own proper business, but not before that, because I want to keep all of the focus on turning the B2B SaaS product into a proper business. So an example of this in terms of what you might do instead, right? Because I don't want you flying blind out there. It's good to have your policies in place but they have a bunch of policy generators online. So instead of going to a lawyer, paying them potentially thousands of dollars to do what they typically do, which is often starting with a template anyway, I'd rather you use a policy generator for now, right? At least temporarily. And these policy generators have gotten pretty solid. So I use like getterms.io, for example, and in there it asks you a bunch of questions about name and address and some of the details you might want to include. So it customizes a few policies for you and it, get, it puts the basics in place to make sure that you're covered. 
but it does so for like $60 as opposed to a thousand or more that a lawyer might charge you. Now, again, that's fine up until a certain point, but once you turning into a proper business and you want to invest more money into that and all those types of things, then you might want to button some of these things up with proper representation. And I get that at that point, it makes sense. But before that, probably not. I want you preserving your budget and I want you preserving your time so that you can focus almost all of that effort and making sure that this product can generate enough revenue, be significantly profitable and turn into a proper business. Then it makes sense to button some of these other things up. The last thing I'll mention is when it comes to reinvesting in your growth. Now, for example, you might have your product out there and you might be waiting for more customers. You might not be profitable yet. This is what is often referred to as deficit spending. That terminology doesn't come up a whole lot when it comes to running a B2B SaaS, but if you're not technically profitable, then you're spending money you really don't have. And you may not get it back if it doesn't continue to grow and you don't become profitable when you start producing returns. So what I'm trying to say is that with the exception of your time, which I get it, it's worth money, but you don't necessarily need to spend money to invest time in the beginning. I would invest that in those areas of growth and I would be careful not to invest too much in channels that are not necessarily producing a return. And if you are going to invest anything, I would recommend reinvesting your proceeds as in if you are profitable and you're generating some profit, reinvest that into growth if you want to accelerate that progress. But be careful investing too much beyond the losses that you're already taking because that can create a trend that can be difficult to get out from with under as well too. So anyway, this, uh, this is largely to focus in the areas of prioritizing what you're working on and when, and then how to manage your budget as it pertains to growth, preserving your profitability and protecting your product in terms of its ability to become a successful, profitable and sustainable business. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.